0: welcome to the dl gaming podcast i'm bobby
1: i'm nick i wasn't informed that going live doesn't mean going live on twitch as opposed to starting the show so i might have shot on the intro a little bit there How's everybody going?
2: I'm staying alive. How have you guys been?
0: Uh, I'm doing all right. <laughs> He's it's not funny, doing <laughs> all right, everybody.
1: Right before the show, he complained about having to deal with crazy people for 20 minutes.
0: Uh, well, doing work for crazy people. Like I don't mind crazy people, but when like they're w- when I have to work you with them, Badgering you. <laughs> yeah. And not at my usual job. This is my side hustle here, doing video work, but. Uh, Yeah. Fortunately, I was thinking about this the other day, like fortunately at my, my real job, like it's, I don't really deal with anybody that's like totally off the wall or crazy or, or like really difficult to get along with. And when you work in, when you work in education, like everybody's educated,
1: yeah, right? I would imagine it's a level headed crew.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
2: you kind of have to be for the most part to be able to get to that point, right? To deal with the public, to deal with kids yeah. and stuff like that. Like you can't be an engaged. There, yeah.
1: There's nobody who has a short fuse that works with kids, I feel like. Except for maybe PE teachers.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, usually well, they're history
2: control. teachers or like the football coach, so. Yeah, I can tell you Bobby, science are they teachers different are different crazy
0: ones. What PE yeah. teachers? Yeah,
1: do they they don't I, I I feel like they don't hang out with the rest of you guys
0: mm, I don't, in my experience, yeah, they are kind of clicky the p e teachers hang out with each other. They, their job yeah. is very different than that of right. a uh, of a classroom teacher, but we're dealing yeah. with the physical <laughs> hoorah. yeah <laughs> yep, oh boy, all right, well, let's get this show started. Um, we do not have Christian here today. we do not have amanda um, christian's uh birthday has continued for two weeks apparently <laughs>
2: apparently um, it's a canadian holiday now at this point uh, <laughs> yeah they need, <laughs> they
1: need more help. holidays up there they don't have a real thanksgiving they only have american thanksgiving um she was down up until like 20 minutes ago but she's trying to find a new apartment and it's going long so
0: yeah yeah she's working on some stuff
1: it's funny, I get really self-conscious about my safety glasses that I wear because it's my only, like, glasses that I wear. Somebody said they look like skydiving glasses. And yeah, 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 they're ugly. But I look at Baptista, you know, the guy who plays Drax in Gardens of the Galaxy. He, this is yeah. all he wears every day. They're like, this is his move. I'm sure this like, a $7,000 version of this, but yeah. <laughs> I, ju- I just saw him hanging out at, like, another... Oh, uh, he was at the uh Canelo fight last night. I was like, that's his move. He just wears safety glasses everywhere. Maybe because he knows that he's gonna get in a Drax fight any any second. I don't know. He's
0: gotta protect those eyes.
1: Yeah, man. I thought
0: skydiving you wore goggles, but I don't know. I've never been skydiving. Yeah, I mean these wear, are like,
1: goggle a- adjacent, dude. Look at these <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah.
0: You wear you kinda wear like these cheap
2: plastic goggles that protect your eyes just in case you hear like a bug at terminal velocity. Bobby
1: would you go if it was free would you go skydiving like tomorrow mm
0: -hmm. I mean if if
1: you worked it in your schedule
0: I don't know maybe like I don't know (laughs) it might be exciting but at the same time that's people like have shoots that don't don't open like that does happen right
1: no it totally does yeah well they get tangled up or whatever it is but um
0: well I know they've got a backup shoot there was a a skydiver, someone who actually dives with people and does it professionally was, uh, talking a little bit about it on some podcast I was listening to. And they have a backup shoot. Um, and she was talking about how, uh, the primary shoot, like it's not uncommon for that to fail, but that's why you have the backup shoot. And after hearing that, yeah. I'm kind of like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if yeah. I need to need needlessly jump out of a plane. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, um, so I, I did it once. It was like my, we did it as like a farewell because my buddy was leaving or whatever it was like 140 bucks like 10 years ago and um i jumped and it's literally exhilarating for 20 seconds it's 20 seconds of exhilaration then they pull the thing and then it's like a nice view and like a nut tug because obviously the the things are like right on your nuts so like your whole weight is just right on your nuts and then you float for 15 minutes as you come down but it's only 20 seconds of like jumping out of a plane
0: yeah you know what
1: i mean not even a whole minute maybe maybe when you get to be like professional you get to go higher and jump for a minute but yeah 20 seconds and the other thing is yeah i had to do a tandem dive which means i had a dude strapped to my back but that dude was not six feet tall. And that dude was like five, eight. And so I was carrying him around like a, like a backpack on a backpack. So yeah, he, he had to direct me where to go. I was like, I was like one of those bosses where like, there's a smart guy and the big dumb oaf that like, like carries him around. I was like that. It was, it was weird. It was weird to be directed by the person who was riding me.
3: but <laughs>
2: i've been skydiving too and they were like how much do you weigh and i was like 250 they're like the limit's 250 you get the small guy and i'm like thanks and he was so tall that he couldn't touch the floor and they were like okay you're gonna have to walk around this guy on your back essentially
1: (laughs) yeah dude it's it's a weird feeling to have a man pack
2: (laughs) yeah he was tiny
1: (laughs) uh, dude i didn't realize it till right now but that's what it was they gave me the smallest guy
2: because i was the heaviest guy right yeah, they're like, yeah. I'm like, what's the, they're like, how much do you weigh? I'm like, literally 250 pounds. They're like, the limit is literally 250 pounds.
0: <laughs> Are you gotta strap a jockey to your back. Yeah, that's yeah, what it was. He
2: smelled like weed and bo. So hmm.
0: I got, I, I'm still here, so I'm pretty thankful. <laughs> Let's talk All about right. video games. Hell Let's yeah. Get dude. into it. All right. Hell so dude. on the radar, games that have come to our attention this week, I'm going to start it off with Deep Rock Galactic Survivor, which we have talked about in the past, uh, somebody posted this in discord and I can't remember who it was, but at first I was like, huh, well, they must've known we've already talked about this. Like I've brought this up so many times, but I think what they were, uh, the reason they posted it is because on September 28th, um, they released the demo for this game, the playable demo that was available, months ago in the early beta that I missed out on. So you can play it. I've downloaded it. Definitely going to check that out this week. Apparently there's only one playable character, which is the scout. Um, But there's a pretty good amount of content. So I'm excited to check that out. And the release date is 2023. And there's not many months left in 2023. So I would assume this is coming out really quickly.
2: I mean, like... Steam just did like kind of the same thing that you're talking about, like with their release of Counter Strike Go. Like, no commercials, no advertisements, nothing. They're like, you know, it's going to release in September. People are like, you know, nothing's really flying across the radar here. You know, no big anything anywhere. They're like, it's out today. Go have fun. And yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, if, you know, Deep Rock Galactic kind of does the same thing. It's like, people. I got a little glimpse of this when I've been watching a couple of podcasts like regarding like advertising. Advertising is getting super expensive because just the minimal cost of entry and like why pay $6 million minimum to advertise your games all over the internet and shit when you can just be like people already know what we are. Our fans know who like what we do. We're not going to get much more from the like the community of what we already have. So and we're already we're making this shit for them. They already know what's coming. So Fuck it. Why why pay the money that were just to get like a five percent increase? Yeah. So. I think there's a lot to that. If you think about
1: uh I'm not a Trump guy or anything, but think about Trump's campaign the first time. He's like he didn't pay for any advertising because he was such a polarizing figure. The media just put him in as president. And then the second time he's like, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna argue with these other people. I'm just gonna let them do everything for me. You know what I mean? It's like if there's a certain there's you get extra points sometimes for not participating and that these secret drops or whatever it was that he called it um christian called it something There's a, there's a certain way of just doing this like this drop out of nowhere that just a drop out of nowhere gets you enough media hits that it's almost the same as doing a full campaign
2: yeah five percent like you said nick
1: or maybe more
2: yeah it's like I mean, I have nothing further to say on that topic in the sense of, like, anything good or anything, but really, it's, you know what they say, any media coverage is usually good media coverage, as bad as it sounds.
1: So this is, like, a vampire survival uh, game, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a vampire survival game, but I think they're trying to incorporate some resource gathering and a little bit more than just running around and shooting people and getting upgrades.
1: Well, there's walls. Mm-hmm. Which usually there's not. It's it's funny to say that, like, ooh, walls is a new thing in the genre, but yeah. Generally you're in a big open field with no obstructions, but there's walls and you're working around in caves. Yeah. But other than that, um yeah, it looks like a typical vampire survival game.
0: I don't yeah. know, it looks fun. Well, I think they'll do well just off the name alone. I, I yeah. From what I heard, people had positive uh things to say about it coming out of the uh play test. So I mean, even if it's a halfway decent game, I think just off the Deep Rock Galactic name alone they'll they'll do well.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I agree. Yeah. Um Amanda is not here. So um you know we say the radar and we're talking about games that we haven't played, but this is also where you put in news and like some peripherals as well. Uh I got a new chair finally. Um, I had a Herman Miller, what is it called, Aero, A-E-R-O, A-E-R-O? it's like one, maybe the most famous office chair ever. Um, they're like, I don't know, a thousand bucks or something like that, and I got it for free because I used to do junk removal, and um, I uh, threw a bunch of junk away from a thing, and I had, like, I had like 12 of these bitches, and I sold them all, and I kept one of them. And it was broken. They must all were broken. But um, yeah, it's a good chair. Even though it was broken, it's probably still as good as like a good cheap chair, I guess. But, you know, after a while, it's like barely holding on now. So I, I've been looking for a chair for a long time. But I will say, and th- this goes for a lot of things, if you don't need it, you can take your time. Don't get obsessed about buying the thing uh if you just wait it out like i don't i didn't need a new chair took my time i mean i've been looking for a chair for like seven months just slowly and so because it's weird because you know you can't sit in it a lot of times unless you go to like office max or something like that you're not going to find the chair that you can try out especially online obviously so um whatever i Little by little I was looking and blah blah blah. And so I finally found this thread that like a lot of people were building up this chair from Amazon. It's called the Duramont Ergonomic Chair. And it's a three hundred dollar chair. Uh, another thing, gaming chairs, it's like okay, gaming chairs have been around for ten years. Office chairs have been around since since the office aired on TV. I don't know when. Like <laughs> office chairs have been around for a long time. And so um, it's it's you know one of these things where what what are you getting what are you doing different in an office chair than you are doing in a gaming chair, but um yeah so it's three hundred dollars but and if somebody knows how these Amazon coupons work let me know but a lot of times on Amazon it'll just underneath the price it'll be like click here and you get ten dollars off so on this one it was. Here and you get $50 off, so I got it for $250. Um, the materials are very nice. Um, there's an adjustable lumbar uh, support on the back, you can push it out or in as much as you want. And if I had uh, one complaint, it would be the wheels, they're too good. Instead of having like casters that most things, like plastic casters that most chairs have, those like two wheels in one caster. You Know what I'm talking about, everybody knows these have like rollerblade wheels on them, like these big, giant plastic rollerblade wheels, and it is super smooth. Like,
0: like, <laughs> like I just pushed myself away, and like I, I can't control it.
1: And if you didn't know yet, uh, this is our old pa- podcast studio, which is a three car garage that got turned into a room and two car garage. Into a studio, and that is now my office. So it has a small slant to it. It goes down, and so I'm just constantly as I play it. I'm like, Let's just go going to the right. You know, I'd have to fight my way back. I'm gonna have to figure something out. But so there's like, no wheel smooth,
0: locks on it.
1: No wheel locks.
0: Hmm. And yeah. no. So I'm um, gonna put a. a hey, well, you're on concrete too, though, right? You're, you're not yeah, on, I'm on concrete.
1: Yeah, on concrete, you know, and there's a grade to it, so that's the worst combination for super nice wheels um but other than that like headrest it's not it's not gonna blow your socks off visually but it's a great thing so yeah I waited a long time found something that I really liked and it really paid off you know at usually in general Amazon products you, you never really know but if you find you know uh, it happens a lot in construction and stuff like there are things sometimes Chinese products are really good because something's super duper over overpriced, and the Chinese uh version of it will come close or whatever in, in quality, but the price would be twenty five percent of what it what the co- competition would be. I remember like uh ratchet straps in my truck uh I paid forty five dollars, and then the next year they were twelve dollars. And they were just as good. So sometimes Chinese products are good. So yeah, hmm. there you go.
0: Well, when I bought my chair, we, and I need to buy a new one, actually. This one is just, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's pretty worn out. But when I bought it, it came with casters that didn't have wheel locks. And I'm on a hardwood floor, so I, I was sliding around a little bit too. But I think they're pretty much universal. I think you can buy, buy a caster with a wheel lock and just pop off one of those one of those legs or one of those wheels and replace it i don't know about the height like uh, you know the ones that i had were pretty standard they're what you're describing the casters that have the two wheels inside of one and these ones yeah they do look very different yeah one,
1: i have fucking rollerblade wheels dude i'm all over the goddamn place so the luna the, the, pushed me and i was
3: like whoa <laughs> the
1: they're anti-gravity
2: the, wheels the pro move that i hear from like uh like there's this guy that I used to work with and he's like pretty heavy set, but he also like loves chairs. That's like his niche. Like people love keyboards, people love mouses, people love all this other shit but his shit's chairs. Um he says that like buying these wheels, do you remember like razor scooters? You know those like clear like wheels? Yeah, that's what um, I have, dude. Yeah, but they they have those but with wheel locks like Bobby's talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, you can buy those specifically. They're a little expensive, but you'll never have to buy new wheels again. Um, um, and if you can get those, they, like I said, will will pretty much make your make your chair last a lot longer than normal. I see, and you only have to get one, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. You you really only need one. Yeah. All right. So anyway,
1: Duramount, um, Duramount, Duramount? Dermont ergonomic
2: Amazon chair. What do you got, Nick? Um, so, I'm talking about, th- I mean, this week, I'm talking about something uh, more that is a, of an update. I mean, the game is coming out again, really, for Xbox. It's uh, Warhammer Dark Tide. It was our game of the year last year. Um, it's getting mixed reviews because kind of the game, uh, like now, is getting mixed reviews uh, because it hasn't been updated in a while because the Devs have been really silent, um, but now they're kind of coming coming out with new shit um, because they're coming out with the game for Xbox. Um, a lot of new stuff for the classes, but no new subclasses specifically. Um, so there's class overhauls involving new talent trees that allow like for three paths for each class, um, but you can diverge from each each path. Um, like, there's, like, a defensive class, an offensive class, new utility, um, cla- like, that class, but, like, tree tree branch for each class. Um, each class gets one to two new abilities or ultimate abilities. Like, the Ogrin, who's, like, this big lumbering idiot, gets, like, a mega grenade. Um, normally, his grenade is, like, um, a, a literal box of grenades that doesn't explode because he's too dumb to pull the grenade. Um and it's like its mechanic is to kill heavily armored enemies in like one hit. Um the zealot gets an aura that reduces damage. They haven't said any numbers about it, but people are saying that it reduces damage to like up to eighty percent and then buffs people's damage. Uh the psyker gets like a Yondu arrow from like uh from oh, like yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy and like it pops all their pops everybody's heads back and forth. That's they get like a new ability uh like a uh, people don't know if it's an old or just like a standard ability but it's like a giant bubble that blocks all um incoming damage but people are also saying that there's like a alternate version of it that can block people from entering it hmm. and then the soldier has a melee shockwave uh people's biggest complaint about the soldier is that you know once you get overwhelmed you, there's no way of like defending yourself so it has like a new melee ability um Apparently, everything that they showed in the trailer is not everything that's coming out. Um, yeah, uh, people are still mad that there's no new subclasses. But uh, it's kind of like new subclasses without naming them, right? In kind way. of, right? I mean, that's yeah, like, that's what I'm getting from this. So, like with Vermintide, the actual subclasses really did mean like a a very large difference in playstyle, right? The dwarf, the subclass for like, for example, like the engineer subclass for the dwarf you got a minigun compared yeah. to like but you have to pay uh, for each subclass in that game right not no not the not the original 2 or 3 for each class you got you got the original 2 or 3 for the original classes um and so you know dark tide is a different game obviously there's range stuff um it's a lot more gun based people are thinking that they're going to come out with the fifth class and that's going to be a free thing before they start working on subclasses. And that's going to be the paid stuff, but we'll see. Um, I hope the game doesn't die. I hope that like fat shark doesn't just abandon the game and work on their next project. They're still coming out with shit for Vermintide two, too. So that only makes me think that they're going to keep pumping out stuff for Darktide. Um, but yeah, uh, it's coming out for Xbox on October 4th. So check it out, um, and then all that new stuff drops October fourth for PC as well. It's funny we gave it like Game of the Year, and we have not played it together enough. I mean,
1: me and you have played it a lot, Nick, but this is kind of Bobby's shit right here, and uh, I mean, he doesn't like us or something.
2: It's a, it's a it's a great game, but like to to its fault is like once you do get to max level with one of the classes and like there is only i think 13, 13 missions and even though each mission can go different directions it's sort of repetitive with like only three different boss types or special like and things like that like so as you were know. speaking dude i was thinking about this game type
1: in general this like um what do you call it a to b multiplayer co-op i guess um, um, I was thinking about it and I was thinking how like there's no end game. There's no boss generally.
2: Well the um, the end game is like the people that take it super ultra serious that play on the hardest difficulty. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah.
1: You can always where you up have the to go
2: slow, where you have to go like you have to save your bullets, you essentially have to do headshots or you have to hit weak points.
1: But I feel like, like there should be an there should be a level that is only Um, accessible by completing everything
2: else on the previous difficult... Just one, you know? Well, well, Darktide's doing that. That's the weird thing, is that, like, the story of Darktide's not done. Like, the actual story of the game. Like, as they've been doing content drops, more of the story of the game has been going. Like, there's no credit scene for the game yet. Like, in Vermintide, there was a hard ending for the game, and then the DLC added shit but like ver- probably like dirt you, you've played
1: have more than of these games than any. They're like, this is what I'm talking about. Like say anything. Well, they, no, they have. A, <clears throat>
0: yeah. I don't know if they're really the type of game to have an ending like that because they really focus on a core gameplay loop. And as long as that's fun, it's okay. I, I talked about this a while ago, but the way that these games are all constructed is they've got that core gameplay loop and then that generates like some sort of currency or talent points or whatever that you spend outside of the game on this. Uh, I'm sure there's technical terms for all this, but I I don't know what they are. But you spend that outside of the game on kind of this uh, meta game. And so you build your character up and then it allows you to do more difficult missions. So it's kind of like a cyclical thing that isn't really designed to have like a beginning, middle and end.
1: Yeah, if you do put an end on it, then maybe people will stop playing, even though it's something
2: you work towards. So, for, like, one example that I have, at least for, like, for a game like this, or, like, what we're kind of referencing in this situation, is in is in Destiny 1. So there was an end-game raid, right? And there was, okay. like, when you did the hard version of the raid, you got the true ending of the game, but there was still stuff to do after that. Like there was still like essentially the Diablo like um like keystones and stuff like that, you know? So why not introduce a keystone mechanic into as much as I hate keystone mechanics, keystone and capstone like this? Huh?
0: this? Keystone or capstone?
2: I can't remember, but you know what I'm talking about, where you like you level up a, a token into like harder levels and the game mathematically makes games the game harder. You can do that in Dark Tide. It's not hard.
1: I do feel like if you put a secret level not a secret level, but like a, a like a a level that you only put in by by doing a certain amount of stuff, people would work more people would work towards it and play longer than they would quit after they played it. I feel like but anyway, oh, yeah, I mean, we're not going to fix a genre in here before we no. talked about scene investigators. Uh, Bobby, you know what's funny about this? I was halfway through putting my synopsis on this when I realized that you had already put it on there.
0: Oh, Scene investigators? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so this was posted in Discord by Warconius, and it's got some interesting ideas. So it's a true crime detect- deductive reasoning game kind of a puzzle game. But the way that they described it on their page reminded me a little bit of say, phasmophobia. So what you do in this game is investigate a a crime scene, there's really no action, you're just showing up at a crime scene, looking around getting clues investigating. And then from all that you try to solve the case. And they said, you only get about seventy percent of the evidence, and it's random what evidence you're you're going to get oh that's cool so you've got to, uh, you do have to put things together and uh figure things out it it's not uh, like it forces you to take risks and and like uh jump to some conclusions it's not entirely going to be all laid out in front of you um, It is a single player game, but they talk about playing it with others as if it's like a commute communal experience, which I thought was interesting. I mean, yeah, I could see like two people playing this game, like old school uh, co-op where you sit next to each other and play it. Um, But I just, I don't know. It seems difficult to translate true crime or something like this into a, into a video game. Um, This is from a company called EQ studios and they made a game called the Payne's Creek killings back in 2017 And this game actually did pretty well. The reviews were pretty good. Quite a lot of people bought it, apparently. And um, it was more of a uh, a walking sim, more focused on the story. And it has some puzzles in it as well. But it was pretty well received. And and this new game they're doing kind of is similar. It's in the same vein, but it's different in a lot of ways. So it seems like a good idea. But... um, I don't know. It's hard for me to kind of pigeonhole this one because it doesn't sound like a lot of other games that I've played. That's kind of what sounds interesting to me. But at the same time, it just seems like something that's difficult to do. I played a lot of those Sherlock Holmes games. um, And those were kind of, I don't know, they they were puzzle games, but there was a lot of figuring things out and putting things together. And it's just, I, I think it's really hard to do in a video game, like a detective um like a detective game or like a um true crime game i i don't know i'm i'm skeptical but hey could be good it's coming out in 2023 scene investigators as soon as you
2: as soon as you said uh true crime i I instantly sent it to leslie so we'll see See, see, that's the thing people
0: love true crime like i I, i'm not a big fan but
2: in love True crime, dude. Really, you think I think it's I mean, a gender thing. Could be sexist here. So, <laughs> so, Le- so Leslie, explained it to me, right? And why usually it's women? And I say usually it's women that love true crime, because n- statistically, statistically, men murder people like that. That, <laughs> like, like <laughs> that, so that.
3: True.
2: The, the men are murderers, like we're that. Men, like, we're murder adjacent, dude. It, it's it, it's what it is, right? And so, women as a preemptive step want to learn about the thing that might murder them. Right. Mm -hmm. And might want to know about the thing, the way they might die the, the easiest. And so true crime also has an aspect of like, usually it's a topic being talked about by other women. Like the number one true crime podcast is hosted by two women. And so it's like a very, It's a very common topic amongst women. You're like, oh, you know, it's like it's like a thing on Instagram where it's like uh, my true crime wife podcast when I mean, like my wife's true crime podcast, whenever the the car's Bluetooth connects to her, it's like. And when they found the body body, they detected that it was raped, beaten, burned (laughs) alive and then murdered, (laughs) you know, and it's like (laughs) and like our kid, you know, is is traumatized. Yeah, Yeah, it's 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 just the reality of the situation is that they like women are nine times out of 10 going to be interested in true crime uh, because of the reality of the situation of men murdered. I I disagree with uh, her,
1: her synopsis of why I'm going to go ahead and throw in my uh, super sexist version of why Uh, I don't think it's super sexist. Um, So um a lot okay so uh hunter-gatherer time right there's a lot of hunting going on there's a lot of gathering going on while the gathering's going on uh usually done by females they're doing a lot of gossiping the gossiping is about like what's killing people a lot of the times like don't eat the red berries those are going to kill you don't don't sleep with og he fucking kills you like so they like gossip is really important it's a good important part about s- human sociology so it's passing of information what's going to kill us so i think true crime uh video is a lot of like what's going to kill us I-, I guess we're talking about the same thing we're talking about uh two different sides of one coin right yeah exactly like, but
2: like now we're to all talk about what's going to kill us the most yeah but now it's no longer like what's gonna kill us it's not gonna be like you know ct fever because that's like you know or like the berries it's nine times out of ten it's men you know like or like driving you know that's the most common yeah Uh, I
1: do gotta do a shout out to uh, small town murder that's a very good true crime podcast I had a really good time with it and Sam had a good time with it they're like four hour podcast but it's so good for a road trip
0: Hmm. Wow. So good. That's way too much. Not for yeah. It's... Not for a road trip, dude.
1: Not for like a, for a road trip. That's pretty good. Trip.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just don't care for true crime. I prefer fake crime.
1: Yeah, I've tried.
2: Let's see, let's see, let's see. The thing is, like, I'm a I'm a criminal justice major, and Leslie's like, why don't you like true crime? You're a criminal justice. Major. I'm like, yeah, because I've seen. The real photos of people being brutally murdered and things like that. You know, I've seen the evidence. Like, I don't want to hear about it. And it's yeah. just like, I don't know. I'm like, yeah, I, I know what happens. I've seen people get their heads blown off. Like, I'm.
1: So bothered. anyway, I think
2: that's why it's interesting to.
0: When I uh, my project, I know we're going on way too long on this tangent, but.
1: Bird um... to walk. Bobby, bit of a bird bit of a stuff.
0: bird walk here going on a bird yeah. walk <laughs> so my project it, it never really uh in one of these film classes i took we had to um uh script um like an idea we had for something like really short uh and you know, we worked with other people and not everyone got filmed. Uh, Mine did not get filmed. I didn't think it would be, but it was a good exercise for this idea that I always had. Um, Here's my million dollar script idea, a horror movie about a guy and a girl live together. The girl is obsessed with true crime. The guy is obsessed with horror movies. Um, And there's something else going on with the cat long story, not going to get into it, but uh, weird stuff happens. Supernatural murder at the end. But, um, like in the background of all this is this idea at play like what's worse is it watch is it the guy who's watching like terrifier 2 or all these like super gory horrific movies and they've got all these scenes but they're all fake or is it the girl who's watching all these true crime that I am uh, docs that are actually real but not necessarily as graphic so I don't know I've always thought that was interesting because the guys do tend yeah, to prefer yeah Cause it is, I think it is like gender based too. I noticed like a lot of girls do like true crime, but then, and this is kind of like loosely based on the relationship I have with my girlfriend. Like she's always watching true crime and it bugs the hell out of me. Um, that wrestling <laughs> we don't quite line up on that but then like when i watch these horror movies like she just she hates those like she can't stand them but i'm just oh, like Le-
2: leslie won't watch horror movies that's the thing though like yeah. it's, what's weird is that she won't watch horror movies because she gets scared by them like if you watch if you watch the strangers which is like based off of like the real like a real story about like people pretending to be mormons and killing people mm-hmm. um she's like uh uh-uh, uh, that's about real shit. I'm like, yeah, but you listen to true crime. You listen about real
0: stories of being about people being murdered. Like, why wouldn't you watch a movie about it? And she's like, uh uh-uh. uh. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, it's strange, and I wonder why that is, but uh,
1: hmm. all right. I told you what it is. I'm right 100% of the time. Uh, Cocoon, guys. Um, so Cocoon is getting very good reviews. This is um, an indie flick, an indie game. Um, it's very positive at 96% with 325 reviews. Take it for what it will, because uh, Bobby's definitely going to bring up that it's only 325 reviews. But it comes from the gameplay designer. It says designer, but uh, uh, more than just one person came over to this uh, team because it came over from uh, Limbo and Inside. Those are two incredible uh 2d games that came out uh you must have played one of them by now if not please go pick them up for a dollar or two and play those uh are 2d side scrollers but they're atmospheric and very good so anyway um when it's funny because when i read before i saw how well it's doing within 325 people um i saw lead gameplay designer and I thought about the gameplay play in Inside and Limbo and I thought to myself, There wasn't a whole lot of gameplay. You know what I mean? There was a little bit of jumping and there was a little bit of object moving. You could do two things. You could grab, pull, push, and jump. That's it. So mm. how like how am I supposed to be impressed with that? But then, you know, I'm watching this game, which very similar except for it's um d or isometric i think um it's a different prerogative but essentially the same you can jump pick up and that's it interact and jump that's it and so i was thinking all right like that was the worst part of the game those two games why would i be interested but if you think about it maybe they were constrained heavily how much gameplay can you put into a 2b 2d game that doesn't have a lot of action it's mostly moving like if they took what little they were handed and made it fun maybe maybe that is impressive so uh that said this game you look like the first thing i thought of it, it's like a fairy that's running around not flying, just and it reminded me of this like kids' toy that you twist and the fairy her wings go up and start she flies. Does anybody know what I'm talking about?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that character. There's a video of like a of a guy doing that and his daughters like his daughters goes in the fireplace and everybody freaks out. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, it's really fucked. Up. <laughs> um, oh, anyway that
1: without the uh, fucked upness uh yeah you look like a fairy that's not flying around for some reason uh but uh, from time to time i think your wings do come into play but um so you can interact and jump and you can pick up these orbs that's one of your interact uh, abilities but what i thought was really cool was different orbs do different things and you can stack orbs like rushing nef uh russian nesting dolls and so it really matters what order you stack your nesting dolls and i thought that was a very cool com- mechanic within just being able to pick things up uh apparently every boss is completely original um you would you would imagine so with only being able to do, do two things but i'm not going to say it's as good as limbo or inside um i don't think the art direction is quite as good um I don't, it doesn't seem to me that the story the, you know, in those games, the story was told through visuals. I'm not just being, I'm not being as wowed as much, but I mean, looks pretty good. Um, is there a price? Let me see the price on this. Um nineteen ninety nine seems about right, especially for, you know, what they've done so far. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I I want somebody else to play it and let me know. Um I am not sold, definitely. Um, uh, but I will I mm-hmm. wouldn't be surprised if it's a breakaway hit. Yeah. It just came out like yesterday. So that's why it only has three hundred and twenty four reviews.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah. So that's it for on the radar. Um anybody got anybody else before we go to highlights?
2: Nope. I pre ordered the quest three, but I'll talk about that when I get it.
1: All right. Um, there's something. i get rid of that. There we go. Uh, Bobby, do you realize that first uh, your radar and your highlights are both Deeprock Galactic? Do you realize what you did?
0: I do realize that. Yeah. I mean, every every couple of weeks, I or every couple of months, I got to check in on Deep Rock. And honestly, I don't have much to say about it because <laughs> I didn't have a lot of time to game this week, which. I rambled for like five streams. Yeah. I I feel so bad when we like have this full conversation or like in this case, like it was like a a two minute rant on my part before the podcast. And then we take that energy into the show, but nobody understands like what we're referring to. (laughs) But yeah, um, I kind of touched on why I had such a busy week this week Uh, and I didn't get to game very much. And uh, the Oktoberfest event is happening in Deep Rock Galactic And it ends on October 2nd, and I had to, you know, I got to get my sausage hat and my my Lederhosen. Is that how you pronounce that? Lederhosen? Lederhosen,
2: Lederhosen,
0: yeah. Yeah, but I got to get my cosmetics. So that's all I played this week in in the time that I had. Um, And really all it is is cosmetics. Cosmetics are are pretty good this year. Um, If you don't get them this time around, you can always uh, catch them next year. They usually include them uh, on the quest. So I don't think I'm going to finish the second quest line and get the rest of the cosmetics, but I'll do that next year. I also noticed when I was playing, they nerfed. So they had a big patch a while back where they added new enemies, the Stingtails and the Splashtails. The Splashtails, they're like the spitter in Left 4 Dead 2. They spit acid on the ground and you can't walk on that. Um, and then the, uh, the Stingtails are like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. They hook you and drag you in, which mm. are super annoying. Like so annoying there 's not a lot of displacement in Deep rock Galactic. There was the yeah. um, the roly poly guys that would knock you around, um, but that was about it. I guess a cave leech was just like the half life uh, character that grabs you and pulls you up but I don't know. That's not really like a displacement um, that just immediately incapacitates you. But anyway, these were really annoying when they put them in the game and they made the game like a lot harder. Part of that was because people weren't very used to them. And the other part of that was just, I think they're a little overpowered, but I believe they nerfed them because it doesn't seem nearly as bad. Those enemies seem to die a little quicker and it, it they seem to be a a little less numerous. So easier to deal with. Um, Bobby,
1: I feel like the only other direction they can go here now is PvP. When, would you know, like in um, Left 4 Dead 2.
0: I don't know how they would do PvP, but I think I mean, they... exactly
1: the same way that Left 4 Dead 2 would. Where like, like some people get to play
0: the bugs and yeah. like a super version of the bugs. Yeah, right. I don't know. They, you're talking about a a big change to the game. That would be a cool idea, though, if they could pull yeah. it off. I mean that's what I loved about Left or Dead. That's all I played. I barely played the uh, co op single player, at least for Left or Dead. Um, do, do you
1: remember when you were playing the Special Infected and one would do the scorpion pull and the other one would do the spit right on the floor where the other person? Yeah,
2: I mean, that was. You mean oof. the diddle combo, aka yeah. fuck <laughs> someone's day up. <laughs> AK make someone rage quit instantly. <laughs> yeah. Well, what you do is you do that, and as soon as somehow they get out, you get the charger to charge the person oh, and then they just throw their right goddamn computer out the window. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I always compared Left 4 Dead 2 to football because you really set up the plays and then you try to make the play if you're a good team. If you're not, if you're playing with a bunch of randos, everyone just kind of goes in whenever they can. But the idea is for everybody to jump in at the same time. I'll take this guy and incapacitate him. You spit the acid to do more damage and kind of zone out the rest of the players. And then the smoker would grab him from this angle. Like You you set up these plays and then you try to strike when you can. It it was great. I don't know if you could really do the same thing with Deep Rock because you don't really have enemies that just incapacitate and can move around like that. But I don't well, know. I I think they should do a Hazard 6. Like, honestly, I feel like that's where we're at right now. Like, I need a mode that that's just where you're decides.
1: at, bro. Like, I think a lot people. of people...
0: The game's been out for a long time, and there are plenty of people like me that have a lot of hours in it and are just ready for that next level. Hazard 5 is... Honestly, if you have a bunch of fully geared people, Hazard 5 isn't that bad. Like,
1: Bobby, when you show... Uh, like, I don't know what your... Obviously, when, like... You, you have like a corona around your your character's like uh image right like that people could tell what rank you are i guess by oh yeah birth. it shows
0: your number next to your oh, character a icon mm-hmm.
1: so how often do you see people like well above you all the time
0: above me it's not uncommon yeah especially if i'm only playing hazard five yeah i'll see people that are higher ranked than me are like around me. Like I'm pretty high, man. I'm like level four hundred something. I
1: would imagine, dude. I would imagine. Yeah.
0: I, I, I'm pretty far up there. But I've I've seen plenty of people that are that are higher ranked than me. But, cool. All right. Well, yeah, that uh, was my week.
1: Yeah, same here. I didn't play video games until today. Um, luckily, I got an early start, and I got a good four or five hours in so cyberpunk 2077 had its 2.0 release and also the new um dlc came out um phantom liberty i think it's called yeah phantom Uh, liberty i I purchased it um but and i started a new playthrough and i think this is going to be my game until i finish it uh so welcome to a lot of cyberpunk talk um you know it's single player so i could just pause it and walk away which is really nice. Even in the middle of a fight, you can just pause it and walk away. Um, so that's good for me. I, I had to walk away so many times today, you know, with the toddler and all. But um, anyway, two introduced, introduced a lot of things. Uh, there's a new perk system, which the perk system seemed very out of place and weird. That I played it the first when I played it the first time. Um, there was things in there for abilities you didn't even have or couldn't get you know there was just like the branches on the tree didn't support the trunk and it was very strange um now part of your combat um uh, your sorry your perk system is car combat so uh you you guys all know me i don't vary very much um i am a strong guy with a big stick literally like blunt weapons a lot of health Uh, And one of the side shoots of that talent tree is like taking less damage in your car and inflicting more damage. So car combat is in there now. Uh, It's something that it's thought about. There's even like a destruction derby and Phantom Liberty. Um, Cyberware limits were introduced, I think, before. I, I, I don't have a tremendous amount of prior knowledge, but now you have to level up before you can totally kit yourself out. So you can't just grind money and get all these cybernetic upgrades. You need to level up as well. So, um, yeah, you can clear, it's very clear. Um, also, stamina affects shooting. And I think this is This is needed in a lot of games. I think it's a novel idea, uh, but Why have this whole stat that only affects melee and then melee is maybe 10% of players? Why have this whole other group of items and plus five stamina stuff if it only affects melee? It doesn't make any sense. So if you have stamina affects shooting, I think it's a brilliant idea. It makes stamina so much more important and it makes sense, you know? I feel like a lot of people, you know, in a gunfight, wouldn't last long. Adrenalines pump in. You maybe got one minute to be effective, unless you're used to it, and then you can go for longer. So, I thought that was a brilliant, brilliant idea by them. Um, Ripper Docs uh, re- received an upgrade. Those are the people that do your cybernetics. It's so funny because um, I read all this after I played it, and the Ripper Doc interaction was so cool and i didn't remember it being that cool like you lay down the upgrades come there's a screen that comes in front of you kind of like being at the dentist it's like choose your upgrades from this screen that's right in front of you and then we'll do it and the guy is so nice too that that first (laughs) you talked to is so cool like i was like i want you to be my dad he was such a good guy um over oh and also in just general when i was playing it there was so many like weirdness weird ripping tearing just like you know pop-ins it, it, it wasn't running and now it's flawless it's absolutely flawless the only thing that's weird at this point is you know it's the same thing that's wrong with uh grand theft auto the interaction between cars and people on the street doesn't look natural but you know, whatever. Like that's 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 being nitpicky. This game is so fucking impressive. Um, I was reading the reviews, and Phantom Liberty is on a runaway train with the reviews. People are loving it. And the first review I read said um, that uh, had had it not been like if this game, oh, it was it would be game of the year even on this crazy year of of crazy games and high reviews if it wasn't just a DLC and I'm not going to say I tend to agree I haven't played enough like I haven't even gotten into the Phantom Liberty uh, so I played a new I started a new um, playthrough and it asked me do you want to do you want to start your
2: do you oh, oh you want to go directly to the DLC or do you want to Right,
1: but Even if you start the old game, it has Phantom Liberty things in it. I haven't seen any of it. I'm only in the first three, four hours. But, um, yeah, it's cool that it's integrated into the whole thing. Um, I'm having a fantastic game time with it. Uh, Graphically, it's, I mean, it's fucking really impressive. It's really impressive, especially without any kinks or weirdness going on uh i'm very very impressed this is the game if we got this game last year or whenever it was um it would be the bar that games were set at yeah unfortunately it it just had a bumpy road to get to this 2.0 do you think
2: do you think that they should have just never released the game and just waited until this point (sighs) apparently they couldn't because of like money uh
1: yeah, it was um, investors. Yeah, investors wanted are their, their ROI and just pressure, and it's like, yeah, it's tough, man. Business and art mixing has always been weird, and a lot of times I'm not gonna say every time, but a lot of the times the business fucks up the art.
2: I think I th- honestly think that's why a game like Boulder's Gate did so well. And and that's why so many people... Because they're like, fuck off. Yeah, they're like, fuck off. They're like, we're going to spend our time and we're going to make our game as much as we want. It's going to be an early access. You can play the game early. We're going to have investors. And if you don't want to invest in our game, don't invest in it. We're going to make the game we want to make. And I think that's why it's being received so well. Not because it's revolutionary. Not because it's changing. It's like doing the newest shit or inventing a genre. It's because it's a really a game. Like it's not like, oh, we have ten billion dollars invested in our game, and we have to release it before March. Else, you know, four yeah. billion is going to be pulled out. You know, it's it, when business gets like you said. When business gets mis- mixed up in art, you get this weird amalgamation of just bullshit that just rushes what needs to be good. Like imagine if Im- imagine if Cyberpunk released in the state that it is right now. Yeah, it, w- it would be. It would be like you said. It w- that would be the precedence that every game needs to be released at. Baldur's Gate wouldn't have been as shocking. Exactly, it. like, if, it's Baldur's yeah. Gate. Like it's cool. It's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but no now cyberpunk. Baldur's Gate, Some Baldur's people
1: would have been like it's no Cyberpunk.
2: It's no yeah. cyberpunk. It's good. <laughs> There's no yeah, Cyberpunk. Yeah. But yeah. like that, that's just the way it is. Yeah. People are like, it's sad that the bar is set so low, right? Yeah.
0: Well, Cyberpunk did get delayed. It was delayed.
2: but not enough.
0: But not enough. It yeah, should but have it's, been delayed the, to two 0. It came out two years ago, I think is that right yeah but how that? long how long is how Dude, you long can't, is you can't you can't delay the game Scrolls... for two years you can't tell how... people just like hey sorry man that game well, that was supposed to come out last start, year is not coming up for another your
1: publication don't start your advertising until it yeah well, i mean,
0: i don't know like i understand what you guys are saying but i feel like you're being a little hard on them too because i mean it's it's this money it's these investors that make these games possible too sometimes the so.
1: number one thing they should have done is not released it for old gen that was that, that's another them. thing that's what that, hurt them the most
2: that's definitely that. that that's, was
1: definitely a a business person's notes.
2: That yeah, was. Oh, we can squeeze investment. out this much more hey, out of out of these people.
1: Hey, if we uh, another fifteen percent, if it works on these two systems, and that's you know that's what really fucked them. But anyway, we're we're just a gaming podcast. We don't make
2: games. I mean, this this affects us though. This this is something that's no, it's super. Super important to art, like this is one of the key things that is happening to the market right now. Like, yeah. you know, it's all so. things,
1: dude. It's it's all things that involve art and business.
2: Movies get pushed. Did um, the, the writer yeah. strike just ended? Like literally, like three days ago yeah. or four days ago? Yeah. Thank God they got what they wanted. Yeah. Oh, I don't know.
1: Yeah. So how that, Bobby? Do you know? Like, did the writers get what? They won, like, who won, and any good negotiation, both sides should be upset. But, like, how'd it go?
0: Well, I don't know,
2: I haven't read it. So, yet. Do you know <laughs> from, from my understanding? And I only I know, the, I, I know, really ten, right. yeah, exactly, I know 10% of this, of this 100% okay, story. Okay, um, the writers majoritively won. All right, now they have a minimum writer hiring. Uh, per show quota, which means no matter what show is being filmed, they have to have a minimum amount of writers being, uh, being hired. There's now a minimum pay for writers as well. And the other thing is that one of the biggest problems about the right, the writers uh, strike was that um, these episodes were being filmed uh, for all these kinds of shows. Writers were being, uh, you know, being signed up for these episodes and let's say you wrote for 30 episodes, right? And only 12 episodes were selected, and of those 12 episodes, one of your episodes uh, that you wrote was selected. Even though you may have wrote 20 episodes, you only got paid for one, mm-hmm. even though you did 20 episodes of, of writing's worth, right because it's the only one that got aired because it's the only one that got aired even though you did 20 episodes worth of writing
1: i mean i mean book authors only get paid for what gets but it doesn't
2: the amount of work the 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 studio has already selected the writer and asked the writer to to write the material that's the problem they've said hey write us these episodes right yeah and you're spending that time you're spending that effort oh i get it i get it i get it and so they weren't getting paid for that and now they will be. And so that, that's one of the biggest things. Also Power some shit involved. People. I don't, I don't know the, I don't know the part involving the AI. I don't, that's the part I don't know. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I'm glad that the, uh, working people are making more money. Yeah. I, I definitely agree that the percentages aren't paid out. correctly. Um, talk to me about CS too. I'm really, I'm actually very interested. Um, I am walking away, away, but I can hear the whole thing.
2: Um, so, yeah, uh, <laughs> I wasted the first five games of me playing Counter-Strike GO 2. Um, for those who don't know, CSGO 2 released after 11 years after the first one released. Um, it's not an entirely new game. like They just revamped the game and changed every aspect of it. Not at all really it's a well is this re- an
0: overwatch overwatch 2 situation where counter-strike 2 has replaced csgo
2: um yes uh you can no longer play csgo you play csgo 2 um but the way it work, uh, it's being well received by the way it's not an overwatch 2 situation where everyone's shitting on it and it doesn't work uh everyone's loving csgo 2 it's getting raving reviews um The only people that are not liking it are the people that are on older tech that somehow is not running on this game, even though it's not pushing anyone's computer really at all. Um, I have a bunch of bullet points to talk about the game, but for right now, I'll freehand talk about the game a little bit. Um, from From my personal experience, there's some things that should be clarified, right? Fortunately and unfortunately, I have a lot of time in CSGO 1. I have a lot of hours in the game. And so the game's like, oh, you played a shit ton. I'm not going to explain anything to you. You probably already know what you're doing, right? Um, there are two forms of competitive mode now. And so when you pl- click play and you click competitive instead of like deathmatch or whatever, most people will play competitive. But there's two modes now. There's Premiere and competitive. What competitive means... Is that you have a rank for each map that you play, which means you have to get ten wins on on one of those maps to get a rank for that map, which is really convoluted, and which means that you have a rank for every map, which is really weird. So the mode that everybody's playing right now, and the mode that everybody that that Valve wants you to play, and the mode that everybody is like. It's like really like the esports mode, or the mode that like is most relevant to the your average gamer. I guess you can say is the premier mode. And so what happens mm-hmm. now is it's more kind of like a League of Legends kind of situation. Um, there's two teams of five, uh, just like standard to go. Um, what happens is the first team will ban two maps out of an eight map uh, selection, and then the second team will ban three maps. And then the first team will ban another uh, two maps, leaving with one left. Um, and that'll be the map that's being played. Um, usually, it's one of three maps being Mirage, Nuke, or um, Inferno. Those are the most of the ones i played the most. I've played Overpass a couple times, but that's about it. Um, now that's not to say that you won't get people who troll and don't ban the other maps and you may play some funky maps, the way they have changed the game. And if you haven't played counter-strike, you know, from four years ago or five years ago, or since source, they have changed the game quite a bit involving like the buy stage. Um, so normally back in the day when you bought a gun, you'd be like, buy. And then shotguns. And then you can choose one of the four shotguns that was there. Like one of the three shotguns that were there. Or you can pick buy. And then like light machine gun. You can choose a light machine gun or some machine guns. It's, that's no longer the case. You click buy. And there's now three sections. Besides um, your grenades. And your armor slash defuse kits. There is pistols. What is now called mid. And rifles. Um. So pistols, obviously pistols. Mid is shotguns and some machine guns. Mid range, exactly. And then rifles, and rifles can also be different. You can have the auto. You can have the scout. You can have the og. There's a total like there's anywhere between I think ten. I mean no, I mean seven to eight rifles for each team, and you can only get five of them. And so. Wait, wait, wait. The team is limited on how many rifles? No, no, no. Each player chooses their own buy menu. And so you you select which ones you want for your buy menu. And you can't change them. Mm. In the middle of the map. So the it's like a um
1: it's like in a MOBA, you're selecting your lane or your position.
2: Exactly, kind of. Um and then a I, little bit. And, a little bit. Um and so involving like involving buying uh you know the buy time is still the same i think you get 20 seconds man if you don't have a fucking mic please do not play this game i am not to sound rude not to sound mean uh but if you're playing competitively or if you're just trying to play like in the competitive like game mode slightly sweaty yeah, like just a little bit like just play deathmatch or just play casual because like I played, I played with a guy who didn't have a mic and he was really high ranked and he had the quickest fingers I have ever seen in my life and was able to like ping on the map and ping the quick, like go here now. Like there's a guy over here, like on the automated voice, like box in the game. Cause yeah. like, and I was like, Oh God, this guy's a God. And then the next game, it's like, this guy's like trying to do it. He's like guy site a, mm." behind and i'm like this is not working like please just leave um what's really interesting is that you need 10 wins to get your rank
1: not games 10 wins i like that dude because i feel like that's going to
2: cut down on bots and and that's exactly what it is you have another thing it's called you have prime accounts and so this is how they make their money uh, I think you pay fifteen dollars. I've been a Prime account apparently since forever because I originally bought the game. Um, I think it's fifteen dollars. Sorry,
1: Nick, you bought CS:GO two.
2: No, CS:GO one. Or, like the original. So you CSGO.
1: got you got
2: grandfathered before, in. Yeah, before like yeah, dude. Credit to them to like allow that. Exactly. Um, if you don't, because we had a friend who didn't, and this was the guy I was talking about last week. Uh he you know, eventually bought Prime. Um, if you don't have Prime and you get into a non-Prime lobby, nine times out of ten, there's bots and or cheaters in it. Um, and so Prime accounts are very obviously like, non-Prime accounts are obviously usually cheaters or bots. Um, um, what the other weird thing is, um, but I understand why it's a thing, you can party up with two, three, or five people but not four. Can you guess why, Emilio? Uh, Because
1: a prime player can't get his bonuses by himself?
0: No. Wouldn't somebody have to solo queue if you had a group of four?
2: Mm -hmm. Because if someone, if if players are uh, in a party of four, they can easily vote kick another player out and therefore collect the Uh, one the minus one player uh, bonus for their market. So every round they get an additional thousand dollars to buy. And then if they win the game, they also get an additional to their MMR. So, like, they rank up even faster. So, people that are really good will apparently queue up as this was a problem, apparently, back in his like back in the day where people were queuing up as a party of four, immediately vote kicking out their solo queue. And mm. then just winning the match. So what's preventing that now? You can't queue up as four anymore.
1: Oh, gotcha. It's okay. three.
2: So you can't vote kick someone unless you have four votes.
1: Yeah. It's funny that they thought the bonus for four queuing was more important than that. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, um,
1: yeah I mean, they crunched the numbers. So.
2: Yeah. Uh, and so what's also interesting is that um, there was some bugs the first day I played. Um, just a small amount, like, uh, I literally, I had two bugs. Um, one was annoying. We could not vote to surrender. We had a player disconnect around like 14 out of 24. Um, and we were already losing and we had like three rounds left and we couldn't vote to surrender. So we had to play like another three rounds and just lose on purpose, which is annoying. Um, and then another one was like, I bought a gun, the gun fired. And then when I went to reload, it kept switching to my other gun. I don't know why that happened. Uh, I checked my key bindings and everything, and never happened again. Um, so that was weird. Um, other than that, I'm trying to see if anything else in my notes. If I'm missing anything. Duh, 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 duh. Oh yeah, there's no more ranks. There's uh, so previously there was Gold Nova One or um, uh, uh, Silver Two or uh, Nova like Nova Elite and things like that. It's no longer that. You have a score. Your score is corresponding with a color to show that you're like in a certain bracket. but that score goes up or down depending on losses or wins or ties. And if you do tie or even if you do lose and you do very well, your your score might go up. So, hey, who knows? Hmm.
1: Interesting. Um, I'm sure (laughs) it's funny. Everything that Valve does seems to be super important like 20 years later. Uh, I'm sure that this is going to uh, bleed into other games eventually. Uh, they did it for certain reasons, I'm sure. Oh, because yeah. I feel like Valve's incentive for doing weird things isn't money-based. And a lot of other companies' reason for doing things are is money-based.
2: Yeah. Well, here, here's another thing, right? I I'm kind of kicking myself in the balls here. So like a long time ago, like I'm like, I'm never going to play Counter-Strike again, right? I I used to play it super sweaty. I'm never going to play it again. I'm going to sell one of my items. I sold Even it. Even now, uh, Nick? No, I'm playing it right now, super sweaty. I'm playing. I'm gonna playing it. I'm going to be playing it for a while. This is my PvP game right now. For, probably for like the next 6 months. All right. Until like Tarkov releases 1.0 and which is not going to happen for a long time. This
0: is my PvP game for a while. Um this game has only one achievement, I think so. Uh, it's
2: what the Steam but,
0: page says.
2: Yeah. Um, it's
0: a hidden achievement. Ooh, I don't, I don't know what it is. Okay, um, a new beginning. This is yeah. It doesn't say what it is, and they also dropped global offensive. It's just Counter Strike Two. Uh, I guess, huh?
2: Didn't yeah, because that. didn't
0: they go through this before? They had Counter-Strike and then they had Counter-Strike Global Offensive, which was just basically the new version of it.
2: Yeah, that Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike 1.6, Counter-Strike Swords, Counter-Strike Frozen Assault. But this is not an order, by the way. And then Counter-Strike Xbox, Counter-Strike something else, and then Counter-Strike Global Offensive. And now, but now we're at where just we're just Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike two, 2, everything else doesn't matter. Everything else doesn't matter. I did someone. I did hear someone get super burned today. Uh, where they were like, "This guy was sucking so bad, right?" And this this dude was like, "You coming back from all the way from Counter Strike Source or something, man? You slow as shit." And I was like, hmm. "God damn, <laughs> <laughs> this dude's burning like, it means he's burning this dude. He's like he's saying he's from fucking thirteen years ago, fourteen years ago, man."
1: But, uh, I don't know why this I, trip down memory lane uh nick you're too young for this but uh after street fighter super street fighter 2 came out that's the one that uh introduced um supers like the super meter Uh, yeah a hacked version went all over the place it was now it's called the rainbow edition so basically somebody made up some crazy edition where everything was three times as fast and had all these crazy things in it and uh definitely not approved by capcom and so one of capcom's lead dudes played it and was like this is garbage blah blah blah. this is not official but now when i play street fighter 2 i feel like i'm playing it in molasses so then that's when they came out with super street fighter 2 turbo and i believe they sped up the game like twice as fast and mm-hmm. so, like, yeah, the speed of the game is definitely important, especially, I don't know if it always has to go faster, but um, in certain cases, it makes a huge difference.
2: The the speed of the game is still the same. It is still Counter-Strike. There's no, like, teleporting or sliding or anything like that. Like, there's still very much, like, corner peeking. Also, by the way, Christian's not here, um, so I can't upload my two clips where I got two aces where you kill the whole entire enemy team. Ooh. Uh so that was fucking awesome. I've I haven't gotten an ace in like a long ass time. And Nick, so... is there
1: any anything new like laying down or or leaning? Is there
2: leaning? Nope, nothing.
0: Nope. I always nope. hated leans in, in games, though. Like, oh, I don't wanna... here's
2: here's one thing, Emilio. Here's one thing that's new. You can no longer shift spam. Hmm. So normally when you used to uh play Counter-Strike you can press shift as many times as you want and you would duck as as fast duck up and down as fast as you, as you wanted, right?
1: But now so it's a human
2: amount. Yeah, you essentially you have quads and they get tired.
0: Um,
2: <laughs> and so yeah.
0: Wouldn't that make sticky keys pop up? I mean you could turn sticky keys off, but
2: yeah. Uh you can only do I think it's twice or three times in in 3 seconds or 2 seconds and then like your character's like, "Nah, I'm not moving anymore." that's funny yeah um other than that the game looks beautiful this dude the sounds oh the sounds are where it's at like you can i i was playing with my friends right and they had like two of them haven't played in a long time and i was like there's a guy in this room in this area and he's in this part of the room and they're like how the fuck did you know that i'm like dude you just gotta listen just gotta
1: listen what about um uh, i know the smoke physics are supposed
2: to be pretty sweet yeah, so that's that's another interesting thing now. So smokes, uh back in the day was like you just threw a smoke and then you just couldn't see anymore. It just fucking sucked. And so now there's a way to kind of peek through smokes. Um, but it's at a it's at a gamble, right? Um so in this game, revealing your position's a big thing. Um uh for those who don't know, it's a search and destroy game, which means that you plant a bomb uh and then uh your the opponent has to defuse the bomb, but if the other it, it that's that's how it works, right? Um, but if you throw a smoke, what ends up happening is if, if you shoot it for a split second, for like literally a half a second, you can see through the smoke. Um, if you throw a frag grenade in the smoke, it dissipates the smoke, but the smoke comes back. Um, and so if you shoot it, you know, you can look through it, but somebody can look back, but also somebody just knows that you just shot through it. So, Hey, somebody knows that there's somebody on the other side of the smoke.
1: It's like um Lord of the Rings. When you don't look at that. Somebody might be looking on the other side. at mm-hmm. uh, that like globe or whatever. Yeah, uh, exactly.
2: The uh Bobby. Palantir.
1: Bobby, right now I need an answer from you. Definitive, no, no wishy washy. Are you going to install this?
0: Counter Strike two? Not anytime soon, no. <laughs> That would make some great content, though. Me trying to play Counter-Strike 2. The last time I played Counter-Strike, I got vote kicked because I couldn't figure out how to disarm the bomb. I was the last person left alive. And um, I think I had killed the last person, and I just stood over the bomb, and I wasn't really sure how to disarm it or something. And people were not happy with me. They let me know (laughs) that on voice chat, and then I got kicked out of the game. They let me
3: know that
1: on voice (laughs)
0: I don't, I don't understand Counter-Strike. I was playing day defeat back when Counter-Strike was like a big thing, you know, but so I never really got familiar with the game. I never played. I have, I was just looking at it. I have like seven hours in Counter-Strike. So that's not a lot. I have no idea what I'm doing.
2: I still, I still to this day get like, and this happened like literally yesterday, I still get people that are like what the fuck are you doing like when I like will literally run around with like one of the weakest guns in the game and will like headshot somebody two times in a row and kill them because it's that weak you can shoot somebody in the head twice and they won't die and like and they're just like how are you running and hitting people in the head which in this game you have you essentially have to sh- stand still to shoot accurately Or be crouching and things like that. Like it's not a run. It's not Call of Duty. It's not anything like that. You have to plant your feet, stop moving, and then shoot. Like, and so it's always funny to like catch people that are not used to that kind of stuff or like breaking the status quo. Hmm.
3: Yeah.
1: Um, Just for an update
2: on this chair,
1: uh, when I got up to make a drink, it bounced around this room like a fucking bid ball. It hit three walls before it stopped. Uh, it is it's an agile chair i'm not kidding about that should i raise up the chair so you guys can see these are rollerblade chairs uh, we saw the uh, pictures yeah,
0: yeah, yeah maybe just take <laughs> the wheels off <laughs> yeah. maybe all right well all right. that is it what? for uh highlights um quick shout out we got two subs tag lauro one month thank you very much man we appreciate it hell yeah dude one month. And that Tommy Hill,
1: in in strong, two months. Oh, I do a uh, DLG update. We mm-hmm. are sold out. We um, So, unfortunately, Captain Gummy had to drop out. Somebody took his spot. And we had a couch open. Somebody has taken that. A mystery surprise character. Can't say who it is. Um, but, yeah, we're we're all up to date. And everybody's paid up. So, I don't have to go to the collector's. <laughs> Like whatever happens when you don't pay things, I don't have to go there. The collections office? <laughs> yeah, that I don't have to go there. So thank you very much for that. And I am looking at a new vehicle. Actually. And an,
2: and another update from uh from old Nick because uh, that doesn't happen that often. Um, new logo for the Dude, stickers so coming. Sick, soon. I know. So sick. A uh, little teaser. I love it. Teaser Weezer coming. Uh, it is a beer logo for those who. Don't know um and you'll be seeing it soon as we are choosing the color palette for it um it'll be probably available in the store in the next month to order um so yeah be prepared um, we have been I posting like what we've done without your uh, i just po- i just i just posted literally as we were talking on the podcast i got 12 proofs of the color palettes and i just posted in the crew channel for everybody to take a look at what do, you, what do you think Bobby are you happy
0: yeah I think they're looking good cool. I, got, I got a few I, notes I got a few preferences but uh, yeah if, uh, color if you,
1: wise or overall
0: uh, color wise I mean there are some designs I like better than others uh, they're all pretty similar but and then yeah some of the colors I didn't think worked we'll as well we'll talk
1: about later but I think we do rank, rank choice vo- voting and we uh, put it out to the people
0: yeah we can yeah. do that yeah yeah and if you are one of those people that have donated enough to us over the years uh, and you have access to the crew channel then uh, you can actually see what we're talking about you can get a sneak preview on what these look like or what uh, these could potentially look like
1: that might be the best plug i've ever heard
0: who no, knows that
1: was pretty good was
0: who pretty knows good. if you get
2: so involved we may even make three available you don't know you don't know wow you don't know
0: you don't know us We've got a lot of listener questions here. So let's get to those. First one coming from Zap. Unlike movies and music, modern games have high prices, more longevity, replayability, and are constantly updated with new features. Given the difference between mediums, do you think streaming games only with no installs is a viable way to make and distribute games? Or does the medium dictate the delivery method?
2: Hmm. That is quite a complex question. Um, I mean, I hate what the gaming industry is turning into as far as like the medium. Like I hate that literally Xbox is planning to forcibly change the way that video games are going to be played, that you can't buy discs or you have to stream a game and you you won't even be able to download them. I think that's going to be insane. Um, But hey, I don't know. I'm old and I'm 31 years old. And even though the other two are fossils, um, even I'm saying that's preposterous. Um, so we'll see.
0: Well, I understand why they're trying to do that. Um, I'm sure there's a bunch of reasons, but one that immediately stands out is it cuts down on piracy, which has always been an yeah. issue.
1: Yeah. And um, one of the biggest hurdles for being a PC gamer is the... You need GTA. to
0: shift your mic. It's uh Hello? There we go. Whoa. Okay. Now we can yeah, hear. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you can hear your digestion um, trick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
1: you know uh, the entropy in, into being a PC gamer is huge. Um, you're looking at a PC, You're looking at a PS4 right now for like five. A PS5, sorry, five hundred dollars,
2: Nick, or four. It's four. I think right now. Yeah, 400, you can four hundred.
1: But like even at entry levels,
2: even if you're paying crazy. Um, eBay
1: prices. You're paying a thousand. That would be a
2: crazy
1: price for like something that nobody could get a hold of. Um,
2: entry you wanna, level you PC. Wanna, you want to know, uh, know what I what I saw for an entry level PC right now? Like that, you can yeah. be like, mm, you know, that's that's all right. Sure, right? eight hundred dollars at Costco. Yeah.
1: That's
2: with no. That's with n- no monitor.
1: Yeah. So. A thousand dollars entry that's, fee. That's
2: a like forty-sixty, thirty-two gigs of RAM, uh, a one terabyte NVMe SSD, and then uh, that's pretty much it. Oh yeah. yeah,
1: the entry fee is huge. You know, uh, you could do so much more with the PC, but you know, it doesn't. Whatever, regardless. Mm-hmm. So if you could bring down that cost, if you're streaming games. All you need is an input device and a screen. That's it.
0: That's it. And an internet connection.
1: And a a strong internet connection. Yeah, you're right, Bobby. Uh, But those things are entry level. Like you would need that for a PS5 probably anyway, unless you're buying discs. So, you know, that's really bringing down the entry level for PC games. So that's another thing to consider. And, isn't,
2: um, that, isn't that what the stadium was, right? Or the WIA? The yeah, that was the idea was? behind it. Yeah. And they, they tried it and then it fucking failed. But I, that, well, that's the thing. They're planning for 2028, you know? Mm-hmm. Like they've got another five years to work to get out the Kings, but we'll see.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, it's not just video games, too. I, I was listening to some people talk at work and they're complaining about how everybody is trying to muscle them into the cloud. And, um, not, not just like, uh, like the regular consumer, but like organizations, like we still run a lot of, a lot of stuff on premise and there's very little support for that. And they kind of use that to, to push people to pay for the very expensive cloud services that, that they offer. Plus whenever I deal with like vendors, they always assume that we're using the cloud, like they, they're like, oh, well, we can set this up with Azure. I'm like, well, we still, <laughs> we, we don't really use Azure. <laughs>
2: You're like, a, first of all, fuck Azure, all right? Second of yeah. all, we don't do that.
0: <laughs> I mean, we kind of do, but it's a hybrid setup. Anyway, um, there was a really good response from Biblioclasm. I thought I'd read this. He said, we already we already know that a large portion of entertainment media becomes unavailable to the public when streaming and online services decide to pull them from services. It severely decreases the longevity of many games in particular, especially games relying on server maintenance. Once games all go streaming, you can say goodbye to playing what you want when you want into, uh, far into the future. And I don't think a lot of people understand it. When you buy a game online, you're really not buying the game. You're buying a license. Yep to uh to use that game and that it's all in the fine print what you're allowed to do with that and it it sounds i think it sounds scarier than it is because even games that um like when steam has lost the ability to sell a game uh you still have a license for that game and you can still play it um i've never i don't think i've lost access to anything in my steam library due to an issue like that but
2: have you have you guys seen how much it like so there's like a Instagram videos of people that go to um, garage sales to buy PS one and PS two games now, and how much they make on them because of like the these fears exactly. Like people are selling like Spyro two for like fifty dollars or sixty dollars because people are like, yeah, you'll never be able to play Spyro two again because. In this any any other way, yeah. in any other way, because like they're they're gonna be like, Who, why would anyone want to play Spyro two on the PS eight? You know, and like, but there's people that want to, or there's people that that like legitimately want to experience these older games and they won't be able to, I, I, you know, what's funny. I just, man, the way the fucking world works sometimes, um, me and Leslie, there's a, there's a YouTube channel called Ahoy. Have you guys ever heard of it? No. Um, he makes these mini documentaries about digital content and he has a very narrative British voice and he makes them about like the oddest things, right? Usually he talks about guns and media. Uh, he'd be like, ah, the MP five, and he talks about like the history of the gun or whatever. But today he I mean, this last one, and I swear <laughs> to God it's relevant, right? It's called four it's called the four bit burger. And it's uh this piece of art that was created in the nineteen eighties uh, by this artistic um mind fellow. Fellow, and uh, the thing is, it was created on a Commodore and it was used on a program. But the problem was that they had no way to save it, right? So, what did they do? They took a picture of the actual screen with a physical camera. And the thing is, that thing was never able to be actually seen again because just because it was never like you, you just could never make it again. You know, the technology was being rapidly replaced. The, the, the guy who made it was just, didn't have the time to make it again. And so nobody was able to actually see what it actually looked like back then. So what did this dude do? He recreated the whole thing using those old systems and, and transferred it. And you can see that piece of art again, 40 years later. And the thing is that might happen to video games. Video game, like as much as weird as it sounds, video games are art, and there are things that people like. You know, there. Are, imagine not being able to play your favorite video game ever again because some money company was like, "Yeah, we don't think that's relevant anymore," or that message in that video game doesn't apply or doesn't fit the world view anymore. That might happen. That's just the way it is.
1: There's probably a few thousand people that want to play Overwatch One. Probably a thousand, a few thousand people, like not you know, not zero people want to play Overwatch One, but you can't. Uh, somebody, somebody smart is going to come up with a video game library that is just going to hold games until, um, they're they can legally be shared, but it's not going to be me.
0: All right, next question. From I Tom. First of all, he says you can either say I Tom or a Tom. So thank you for clearing that up.
1: Some a hey, Tom.
0: Uh, he says if someone says this is my favorite game, what game would make you instantly judge them?
1: <laughs>
0: oh boy. Uh, God, video games? Like I don't know. I'd have to think about that. But you
2: usually have something right away minecraft usually i mean they usually it's like a kid though right like yeah. but if you have an adult saying that their favorite game roblox is minecraft saying, yeah if you got an adult saying that like minecraft you're like mm, okay if, a,
1: if an adult says roblox then you know they're a child predator so there's that or they're making so, money on roblox yeah some people do making good games I should pre-read these. Usually I have an answer right away, man. This is a tough one. Because it's out there. It's out there. Uh, okay, here we go. Um, when somebody says, like, Oh, you play video games? I love Mario Brothers. You know that they're talking about... They're not talking about, like, anything current. They're just talking about their youth or whatever. So I'm going to go with that. It's a shitty answer, but it's a, an answer Well, these other guys think.
2: Oh, i I know there's one that i know that one of my friends he used to be this guy and uh, i played D with him and uh, he's like oh I, I love call of duty call of duty is the best game ever made and i'm like yeah shut the fuck up and he and like i forced him to play other games and he's like never mind call of duty is a huge piece of shit and he played tarkov and he's like yeah no <laughs> he, he was in the military for <laughs> for all like five years and got hit by a truck and he's like, yeah, no call you sucks. So hit by a truck. He was. He's missing like eighty percent of his intestines and is permanently disabled. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a good guy.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Follow that Bobby. Honestly, like when people say they, I've never had anyone tell me they really like this game or that game, like, like a bad game. And I would judge them like, oh, that's terrible. You have terrible taste. Cause I mean, you do that
1: to me every week. (laughs) No, man.
0: Like I, I usually, when people say they like something that literally everybody else likes, that's just so like vanilla and boring and like triple A gaming, you know, just like something super console. I'm just like, okay, cool. You know, this is
1: brought to you by Phantom Liberty. The US DLC for Cyberpunk 2077.
0: No, I mean, I, like Fortnite or... Um,
1: yeah, yeah, I got you.
0: You know, like something that's just, like, or Call of Duty games or...
1: One more time. I'm Sorry, I gotta cut you off one more time. Ray was talking about his stepdaughter, and he's like... Sam was like, how good is she at Fortnite? She's like, she would beat Emilio, but she wouldn't beat me. And I was like, alright, man. Like... All right, fair enough. Like, I don't play the game, but what an interesting way to describe something. All right. <laughs> What's your answer, Bobby? That's
0: fucked up. Um, well, I just told you. Like, any sort of, like, triple-A console game. Yeah. Yeah, I just... No interest there. Um, it, an even more difficult question is when people ask me, like, what what games do you play? Especially if it's a non-gamer, and I'm just like, you have... Like, it would just be gibberish if I told you the games I played. Like, you have no frame of reference or context for this. Like, it's nothing that you could really understand. Um, Next question from Warconius: Anyone back on the cyberpunk train? Given the game's turnaround with 2.0, is this the game you expected? And most importantly, Panem or Judy? Which one's your girl?
1: I'll get back to you on the Panem or Judy. Uh, It's funny that there's a choice of women like there was in The Witcher, I think that uh, I honestly think that the whole Yennefer or uh, Marigold Tris 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 Marigold.
2: Um, How is it, it your favorite? Mm. I don't know. I, Actually, you know what? You're I'm I'm being hyp mean fucking hypocritical here. I I yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry because I think it tells a lot about
1: you if you what choice you make in those two. But, again, they make you choose between two. Uh, it makes it sounds like. Um, yeah. I don't know yet. I will let you know when I do choose because I'm not going to play anything else until I finish this, including DLC. I've, I've said crazy shit before, but, yeah.
2: Yeah, and then, then next week we hear about Remnant 2 because John oh, Lugdon. It's true. It's
1: true. Yep. God, getting I, – I did play some Remnant 2 today. Before I started this, um, getting the engineer – uh subclass is rough that is it is not just difficult but just uncomfortable it made me uncomfortable to do that Ugh. i still i'm hearing i haven't heard one person yet one person there's thousand of you one person who's picked this game up and told me that it was a good game so it's just me over here, and um, cricket soldier and j P. Diddy that think these are good. Nobody else has picked up this game and been like, "Hey, thank you. I'm
0: waiting for it anyway. All right, next question from time Killer B Is there any skill in Mario Kart?
1: Yeah, so there Bobby, is actually go ahead bob Bobby brought this up actually. he was like. Why play these cart games? It's all RNG, blah, blah, blah.
0: But... Well, I, I was a, playing uh, Kart Rider Drift, Kart Drift right. Rider, something like that. Yeah, and yeah. that one I think was a little more because it's technically a mobile game. I, I think that one is a bit more of a slot machine, but I think it still kind of applies, applies to Mario Kart. I'm not sure, but I, I don't know if it's just, there, I, I think there's a little bit of skill. The question is, does the skill matter? Because there's so many catch-up mechanics that it really comes down to the very end of the race. You know, it's kind of a, a crapshoot.
1: Bobby, what do you think of the movie Rounders? How, where's that list like as far as like movies?
0: I've never seen that movie.
1: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Well, there was a giant... It started a huge, giant uh, poker craze after it came out.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But um, the whole thing was like, well, poker is a game of luck. And then somebody says, why do the same three people win every year? Right? So I think there's a lot in RNG, but you can do things to help you win that, like the RNG within that game. So I think the same thing with Mario Kart, like just trying to position yourself to win at the end. Sometimes it's not always going to work, but yeah, you can do things to help yourself out.
0: Well, And it doesn't really put itself forward as a very competitive game too. It's not like fun. Yeah. It's supposed to be, Uh, you know just entertaining and and not necessarily like super competitive
2: so here's the thing right uh you can turn all the rng shit off just like smash brothers
0: that sounds so Um, boring (laughs) um
2: and there's actually like competitive people that play mario kart like so you choose your wheels. You choose your cart body. You choose your uh, parachute, and you choose one other thing. Um, the items, uh, so you turn you turn off slingshot items. So like no bullet bill, no lightning, nothing like that. It's only skill based items like bananas. Um, hmm. I think bananas sh- uh, and Red no, shells. no blue shells. Uh, bananas, green shells, and boosts. I think are the only things that are available. Uh and uh yeah, it's it's an intense game. I bet. I bet uh, you see awesome. a lot of fat nerds get real angry. <laughs> what else we got, Bobby?
0: Uh last question. So this is from Atomic Wolf, and he posted something kind of long here, so I'm just gonna summarize it. But basically he's asking for advice on building his first PC. Uh wondering if he should go the pre-built or custom route or just go with a ps5 maybe he did list a pc here in the specs which are in the show notes and it looks like a bit of a budget build here it's a ryzen 5 5600 16 gigs of ram um 6600 Radeon rx 6600 i mean it's a you can play video games on that it, it's decent it really depends on your budget
1: what is the way to present that you can play video games on that <laughs> the one game is by Nova isaac but that's all you can play no, well, uh, see, that's, the that's thing.
0: really I, I mean you could probably play uh, cyberpunk on that just at very low settings and it depends on what resolution you're running too but yeah man the the custom versus uh pre-built is you know when the graphics card shortage was happening It was pre-built was the way to go. But now, I don't know. First of all, PCPartPicker.com is definitely your friend. I would check that site out. You can put parts together. It'll let you know if there's any incompatibilities or let you know what parts you need. And there's plenty of YouTube videos on how to put everything together. It's not not super hard putting a PC together. But um, it's not super expensive either. Like, I don't know if pre-built's really... A, like versus a pre-built versus building your own computer, I don't know if either way is going to save you a ton of money.
2: If if you want my dad advice here, all right. If you don't have a credit card, and you don't have credit, or if you're a responsible adult and you know what you're doing with money, this is what you do. All right, you go to Best Buy, you go to PCPartPicker.com, dot com, you find all your parts that you want, you get printout of every single part and every single page that you see of those parts and those prices. You go to Best Buy. All right. You go in the store, you apply for a Best Buy credit card. And once you get approved, they're going to give you something called total tech. All right. Total tech is going to cover every single piece of your PC and they're going to assemble your PC for free. And they're going to match every single part price and give you 10% off of your fucking PC. Like every the complete purchase, damn, and they're gonna give you 20% back as points, so you can buy whatever the fuck you want. Now, I did that with my refrigerator and I bought myself a fucking TV. Uh, so hey, uh, but that's 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 it, but that doesn't really work when you're trying to like spend only like a thousand dollars. But follow Bobby's advice, go to pcpartpicker.com. If you have no idea what you're doing building a PC and you're afraid you might fry a fucking thousand dollars worth of parts. Seek help. Uh, or buy a pre-built. Well, uh, I don't think you have
0: I to worry to... too much about frying parts. And they, they, all these parts come with warranties. Like you're not gonna be overclocking anything, so it is just... with static. Oh, yeah, you could do that.
2: I
1: need to uh resend one review that I had the durmont chair so uh i I played for four hours this uh today and i no problems but podcasting my tailbone is hurting i don't know if i sit in a different position but i've had to adjust several times no what it is is
0: you're a long back bitch you have no long back bitch i know did your last chair give you problems like that
1: no no none Hmm. so but that was the Herman Miller, Aria, Ario, or whatever. Goddamn. Yeah. This is weird. I have to return this thing. <laughs> it's so funny because I was so about it. And I was. Like, I was playing games. Uh, it was I know, so dude. We,
0: we were on that journey with you during the show. You were really talking it up. And now this is quite it
2: really a turn. Was. Wow. It's not the... Yeah. I don't know. Come back next week and find out what happens on the, the DLG <laughs> podcast. We'll bo- bo- Will Emilio have a Bruce right tailbone, tailbone? Will Bobby get, get rid of gold his gold
1: glasses? Nick, hell yeah, dude. gold glasses.
2: Damn, I'm trying to be like Adam Sandler and uncut Gems. I'm going to start getting into gym <laughs> cutting. <laughs> it's better I'm than gonna, my safety. I'm going gonna, gonna to find Jewish God. It's going to be a great time. <laughs> All right. On
1: that note, Bobby, what's going on?
0: I'm going to be playing Deep Rock Galactic Survivor this week, and hopefully, it's time for something else.
1: Nick, more Counter Strike Two. That's what I wanted to hear. That's exactly what I'm here. And me, you already know. Uh, I mean, when I say I'm going to play this until I'm done, that means yeah. But I'm going to play other things for the podcast. But I will be playing Cyberpunk majority of the like it, it fits right into my life. I can pause it. I gotta play something I can boss. Beat things, catch on fire around my house. Uh, Speaking for Bobby, Nick, and myself, we got Cyberpunk Titties. A lot of nudity in that game. Tits, dicks, all kinds of shit.